death is a difficult thing. You can never be prepared to experience it in your life. When family members die, when you lose a loved one, death is always unexpected. Even when medical science tells you that this disease is terminal, even when you know this family member has lived a long and full life, death is always unexpected. It is never welcome because it brings such finality. It closes up time and opportunity. Death is awful. It hurts. It leaves you empty. It leaves you alone. It leaves you lost and disillusioned. And I can imagine that's exactly what Jesus' disciples felt during the Saturday of his death. The previous day on Friday, they had held out hope. As Jesus was taken from place to place, from one secret courtroom to another, as he was interrogated and disrespected, as he was beaten and slapped, even then his disciples held out hope. They followed him from a distance. The Bible tells us that they hid in the shadows from a distance to keep an eye on the proceedings and to watch and maybe to listen and to hope that by some chance, some small miracle, Jesus would somehow be released by his captives. That they would come to see him the way they saw him, as someone who was kind, as someone who was generous, as someone who helped people, who had helped them, who blessed people, and, and they wanted to tell somebody that this Jesus is the one who healed little kids, the one who made people see again and walk again. They wanted to say this, but they were afraid. And Jesus was, after all, tied up. And from a distance they hoped that he would uh, call upon the power of God, do something like he had done before, and, and, and reveal his power and his glory. Make a flash. But he didn't. All day Friday, they followed him. From a distance, as they led Jesus up the hill. The hill of the skull. And even as Jesus walked carrying that cross and as others stepped in to help them, his disciples still hoped. But by early Friday afternoon, Jesus breathed his last. The Bible tells us that he said, it is finished and hung his head. 
The book of John tells us that the skies grew dark and the people got nervous. See, you aren't supposed to die quickly on a cross. You're supposed to hang there for days. You're supposed to uh, be displayed there in shame. And you don't die from uh, internal injuries. You die from the inability to breathe because you've hung on so long that you cannot raise yourself up. But the Bible tells us that it was Friday afternoon. And those who had called for his life did not want to wait around. Did not want Jesus to hang there for a while. They wanted to get it over quickly. And so they ordered the soldiers to break the legs of the three men that were hanging on the cross. Because if they broke their legs, then they couldn't push up on their feet to catch a breath. But the Bible tells us in the book of John that when they got to Jesus, he was already dead. Up until that moment, his disciples were still hoping but then he dies. And then they took him down from the cross. And they took him to some field and put him in a grave. The disciples knew, they heard, they were told. But all day Saturday, they hung their heads. Because death is always unexpected. Do you know that Jesus had told them time and time again, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it back up. Jesus has said, this is what I've come to do. I've come to lay my life down. Just a few days before, on Thursday night, he said, this is my body. This is my blood. It will be broken. It will be spilled. But the disciples didn't get it. And yet on this Saturday, death, dismantled everything. Death took away all the dreams. Death took away all their hopes. Everything they thought was going to happen, everything they thought they knew about Jesus was suddenly in a tomb somewhere. That's what death does. And all day Saturday, they were desperate, lost, alone. The Bible tells us that early Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been rolled away. She peeked inside and found nothing. She looked around and there was the stuff they used to bury him, but there was no body. And she became afraid, concerned. She thought that thieves had come in and stolen his body. That somehow they were going to disrespect him even further. And so she ran to meet the disciples and she told them, they have taken the Lord and we do not know where they have put him. Can you imagine being in their position? 
everything has fallen apart. The one person they left everything for, the one they believed is dead. And now not just dead, but gone. They can't even pay respects. His grave is empty. See, for them, death was the end. Death was where everything finished. But for Jesus, it was only the beginning. The Bible says that on the third day, he rose again. That tomb could not keep him. He rose again. He conquered death. And because he conquered death, he brings hope back to life. Everything that had died that Saturday, that Friday afternoon, every dream, every hope, every wish, every belief, every relationship, every community that was dead, Jesus brought back to life. This morning, we celebrate Jesus' victory over sin, death, and all the pain in our lives and the sorrow. You have in your seat where you've seated a tiny piece of cloth, some instructions and a marker or a crayon. And our request is for you to pray over this piece of cloth as it represents your life. The Bible says that we are nothing but rags when we come to Jesus, and yet he cares for us still. The Bible says that Jesus came to die on a cross and to give his blood for the forgiveness of sins. And this morning we want to claim that victory over sins in our lives, over situations in our lives. So I'm asking you to take out that little piece of cloth, hold that marker, and pray. And ask God to impress upon you what needs to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Maybe you're struggling with something and you need Jesus' blood, the one that gives victory to wash this part of your life. Maybe you're struggling with someone in your life. You've been wrestling for someone, a son, a daughter, a husband, a friend, and they need to be covered in the blood of Jesus. As the music begins to play, we want to ask you to pray about it. And if God impresses it upon you, write it down. Write the name or the word. No one will see this but you. And when you've written it, pray again. And if you feel so led, come to the foot of the cross. Here at the foot of the cross are two basins filled with water representing the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you bring your rag full of your concerns or, or, or just that one thing that's really burdened in your life and you put it in the water, and you wash it, God will take it away. And instead, he will give you something new. Words of life and words of hope. As the song begins to play and as you feel led, please come forward.